Shout to the latest internet sensation. He might be going to go down as a Hall of Fame fighter. So exciting. Is this dinner too tacky for the Donald? These bogans are triple M. This is a magnificent specimen of mankind. Can I say hi? Good morning, Zeb, and good morning to all your listeners. Hi! Weekend Breakfast with Seb Costello on Triple M. Good morning. Happy Saturday. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, covering what is turning into one of the most thrilling NBA final series of all time. The Cavaliers, just a few hours ago, tying it up three games apiece, and the feeling amongst the locals here is pretty clear. We're hungry. We need something to eat. Can we get that man a sandwich, at least a coffee or something? Anyway... Couple of minutes last night for Matthew Delavadova, the beloved Aussie here in Cleveland. We love Delhi. Delhi is a scrapper. All right, that's enough out of you. We'll hear from Delhi this hour, as well as a few of the stars of the NBA Finals. I'm over here in Cleveland, about to head west for Game Seven, the decider in this NBA Finals series. And probably one of the biggest stories was the knee injury to Andrew Bogut. It ended his uh, chances of playing in this final series for the Warriors. But it also looks likely to end his chances of going to Rio to represent Australia. He's a pretty flat man at the moment because he loves playing for the Boomers. Uh, I caught up with him yesterday. Here's how he explained the situation. It's 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 highly unlikely as of now. I'd love to play. Look, if, if, if in four weeks my rehab progresses out, out of this world and you know um, something drastic happens where I'm feeling good and I can get on the court and start working out, I'll I'll readdress readdress where I'm at. But as of now, I've told. You know, Coach Lamanis and, and Basketball Australia that it needs to, that they need to move on planning as if I won't play. Basketball star Andrew Bogut there talking about his NBA chances. You feel for the big guy. Aaron Baines, probably the most likely to stand up. He is a power forward in the NBA with the Pistons. Won a championship with Paddy Mills at the Spurs a few years ago. Good player and has played some good basketball at centre for Australia in the past. How's this? The wife of Steph Curry, the best shooter in basketball, has accused the NBA of being rigged against him and the Golden State Warriors. They lost last night. Steph got fouled out and then ejected after he cracked it and threw his mouthpiece at a fan sitting courtside. And then his missus put this tweet out. I've lost all respect. Sorry, this is absolutely rigged for money or ratings. I'm not sure which. Not going to make people happy at league headquarters. There's not much they can do to her. She's not a player, but it's not going to make people at league headquarters too happy. That might be why she deleted the tweet soon after. I'm over in the States covering the NBA Finals, so forgive me if there's a bit of noise in the background, but what a night last night in Cleveland. They've been trailing at one stage in this series, three games to one. They win away from home, three games to two. And then they win last night at home to tie it up three games to three, forcing a deciding game. Amazing. And one of the guys who's come good is uh, another one of their guards, a guy by the name of J.R. Smith. Bit of a checkered past. He's got a shocking driving record, got suspended by the league after numerous car accidents. One of them he had when uh, the superstar Carmelo Anthony was in the car with him. Anyway, it's Father's Day over here, and they interviewed his daughter, and it seems that she's aware of uh, Dad sometimes playing up a little bit. I'm just proud of him because he made the championship without of ki- getting kicked off the team. That's the daughter of Cavaliers guard J.R. Smith, Demi Smith, uh, talking about her dad. 
One of the most thrilling NBA final series is going on in the United States. That's where I am at the moment. Last night, Cleveland tying the best of seven series, three games apiece to force a final game seven. That happens Monday morning, Melbourne time. And it means that Cleveland's Aussie guard, Matthew Delavadova, keeps his NBA championship dream alive. And he felt pretty good when he caught up with Triple M after the game just a few hours ago. Well, mate, congratulations. So you're forced to game seven. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, what we came here to do, and uh, we're, we're excited, but obviously uh, it's going to be tough to, to win there, but we're looking forward to the opportunity. Did I hear the home fans chanting Delhi at the end of that game? <laughs> uh, no, we've got great fans here, so I uh, always appreciate the support. You feel like you guys have got some real momentum now, having won two on the trot, seeing some frustration from some pretty prominent Warriors too. Once you come get get down to it, it's just one game, so I think uh, there's been uh, ebbs and flows during the series and um, you know we've won two in a row but that that won't mean anything come game seven. How do you compare this feeling now having forced a game seven to last year where it all ended in six I mean are you even more excited? Yeah I mean uh, to to come up short last year um, it's just been more motivation for this year for the whole team and um, we we can't wait to get started Sunday. We can feel it in the rooms at the moment there seems to be a a great spirit amongst the team. Yeah and it's been like that all year and uh, De- definitely during the playoffs and everyone's just contributing in, in uh, any way they can. Cleveland Cavalier Matthew Delivered over there. Be awesome if he could get a championship ring. Be good too if Andrew Bogut could get his second. That's the other alternative should the Warriors win. Cracking game of footy last night. Friday night footy at its best. The Hawks winning by nine points. Plenty of biff right from the opening siren. And the loss is being taken fairly hard at North Melbourne. In a break from usual protocol, no radio interviews in the rooms post-game. Not a problem for Triple M, of course. We have the best call team in town. You can listen to our boys, no issues. Some of those other mobs with no players to just lift the mood a little bit. Whoa, dire situation for them. Craig Sager is a pretty inspiring individual. You may have seen him on TV. He's a sideline reporter, a boundary rider, if you like, on the NBA, and he's been doing it for 30 years, wears pretty flashy suit jackets. And he's been battling cancer. Took 11 months off, thought he'd beaten it, and then back in April announced that his cancer was no longer in remission. He's never worked an NBA finals game, and that's because he works for the broadcaster that only does regular season and playoff games. And knowing the situation he was in and and his pretty inspiring battle... The network that does do the finals invited him to cover his first ever finals game last night. He interviewed LeBron James after the Cavaliers' big win, and there was a really touching moment between a bloke that had spent 30 years dedicated to the NBA and arguably its finest all-round player. Congratulations, great performance. I was very pleased to be here to witness it. Uh, first of all, I'm going to ask you a question. How in the hell do you go 30-plus years without getting a finals game? That don't make no sense. But uh, I'm happy to see you, man. Much love and respect. And uh, I'm happy you was able to witness this in front of these fans. We really appreciate you. Thanks a lot for entertaining me. LeBron James talking to Craig Sager, the U.S. broadcaster battling cancer there. And we couldn't let a special moment like that go without a little bit of an explanation. So it's not hard to spot Craig. He wears pretty flashy suit jackets, as I said. And I saw him loitering around the change rooms after the game and thought I'd uh, have a chat about what that moment with LeBron James meant to him. Craig, a beautiful chat there between you and LeBron. It seemed like there was a real affection there. Yeah, you know, I've known him since he was in high school and... uh 
he's always been great to me and uh, he just you know realized that this was the first time I'd ever interviewed him after a finals game he kind of couldn't believe that all these years that I've been talking to him that this was the first time I was able to cover a final so it was a very very touching moment for me and uh, what a performance I mean geez you know he is the greatest player on the planet and he showed it two games in a row and he's got one more in him I think you've been doing this for decades how special is it to be able to cover a final it's been very special you know usually we do all the regular season games we do the playoffs up until the finals and then we wash our hands and give it to another network it's like well it doesn't exist you know we go on but that doesn't happen but to be a fan like I am and to go to games and you know just wish you're part of it it was very nice and special by ABC to even ask me to do it and then for Turner to allow me to do it was really special and it just shows what a family the NBA is. Mm. I think a lot of us are inspired by by your courage and uh, and your flair so uh, all the very best. Well thank you very much I look forward to going back I, I did the Olympics there in Sydney and we had the Goodwill Games in Brisbane and had a great time both times. You got some green and gold jackets for down under? Oh sure. <laughs> Thanks Craig. You got it. U.S. basketball broadcaster Craig Sager there covering his first ever NBA Finals as he battles cancer away from the court. They may be just over a month away, but the Rio game's already making history. I'm in the U.S. where it's just broken that the Russian track and field team have been banned by the international athletics body from taking part in this Olympics. The Russians, they say, oh, it's a terrible injustice and they're going to appeal to the International Olympic Committee. But it's not clear whether the IOC can actually do anything. Thumbs up for this decision. Get the drug cheats out of it. And if we can avoid a situation where a Jared Talent has to wait four years to get a gold medal that he's won fair and square, then this is good. Good showing of integrity by the International Athletics Federation. And if the Russian athletes try to show up in Brazil anyway... Let's send in the English soccer fans. That'll sort them out. A major twist now in the Orlando shooting. Down at the gay nightclub, 49 people shot. It turns out the gun store that sold this guy his weapons reported him to the FBI a week before the shooting took place. According to the agency, the information they received wasn't that clear. There was no CCTV they could use to actually get a full description of the guy that the gun store owner had seen but gee a lot more to look into in that incident and as I was reflecting on this event that seems to have obviously shaken people up and maybe divided some people I thought of the Muhammad Ali Memorial back in Louisville last weekend I was fortunate enough to be there and spoke to a number of prominent people boxing champions about how Muhammad Ali brought people together one of them was Evander Holyfield, the man who had his ear bitten off by Mike Tyson, if you don't mind. And uh, here's what he had to say about Ali's vision for togetherness. I, I truly believe that he wanted the world to come together. I think right now he probably up above looking down and seeing all the different races come together and what he always wanted. You know, you know, people, people, you know, when you they talk about religion, people try to separate you. Ali was trying to look at what bring us together. A special day for a special person? So obviously he was the best, he was the best ever been in his time. But but he 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 did have respect. He said, he told people, I'm the greatest for anybody ever before me. But he left room from behind to mean that it's, it, if you if you follow his plan and you do his game plan, you'll be the very best. And here I am. I'm the guy that that said, well, okay then. The champ himself, the great Evander Holyfield. Well, I'll speak to you Monday from San Francisco. 
Game 7 of the NBA Finals. And write this down. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, the two star shooters for the Warriors, are going to break a lot of hearts come Monday. As good as Cleveland have been, as amazing as LeBron James has been to win the last two games, for them to win a third away from home on the floor in Oakland, California, will be too much. But if they do do it, it'll be history. History for a number of reasons. First team to win from a three games to one down deficit and also delivering Cleveland its first major championship in 50 years. That city will absolutely explode if they can, but they're not going to do it. Mark my words. We'll be back next weekend for a proper weekend breakfast in studio with all the regulars, Merrily Meadows, BT, Danny Green. They'll be there. This is Melbourne's Triple M. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Seb Costello for Eagle Ridge. The golf and pie offer is back. EagleRidge.com.au